Okay. Um, all right, let's pray. Father, thanks so much for um, this, this Sunday where we can just uh, learn more about you and just worship you, Father. And I just, uh, ask that you speak to me, uh, speak through me as I um, uh, as we talk about prayer. Um, may we uh, just uh, um, not think of prayer as just um, a side thing um, in our spiritual lives, but may it just be. Um, um, just woven into um, every aspect of our um, of our daily lives, Father. So we thank you for this time. Uh, in your Son's name, we pray. Amen. All right. So today we're talking about prayer. Um, um. Yeah. So first, um, uh, first, I just want to start off and and ask, what are some of the reasons you guys don't pray? I'm gonna write them down. Or wait, you assume that we don't pray. <laughs> what? Some reason you think? <laughs> it's like speaking you think, for yourself. Very <laughs> holy. So you exactly. think you? Uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> what are some reasons people don't pray? It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Reasons don't pray. Doesn't work. All right. Any, uh, So we'll say it doesn't work in, we'll say unbelief, right? It's unproductive. Unproductive? Uh, what do you mean? It, it just goes along with the doesn't work thing. Okay. No, that's, like, no, that's different. Because doesn't work is like you want something, you pray for it, and you don't get it. Unproductive is I could be doing something better with my time. Mm-hmm. Is that what you meant? Yeah. Well, it doesn't said. work well enough. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. It might work, so it doesn't work. Somewhere like maybe. Maybe it requires like five hours of prayer for this one thing where you just don't have that time, right? Mm-hmm. Not efficient. Not efficient, yeah. Not efficient. Okay. Could be, so so in a way it feels like a chore, maybe? Mm. Okay. Not efficient. Unproductive. Doesn't no no purpose, right? Because I'm more efficient than trusting in God. No so, real. You know. <laughs> Not okay. Any other ones? Those are probably the main ones, right? Anything else? Well, people will say that they're too busy, but that's really, you know, part yeah, of the parcel. Yeah. Yeah. Too busy, okay. That's not too busy. What am I looking at? Oh, okay. You don't know what's how to pray? I don't know how? Okay. Discouragement? I think that kind of goes with like the... Maybe like it doesn't, kind of doesn't work. Yeah. So... So it's so, not, I don't think it's just because of unbelief. I think it's also because like, they might have believed and prayed mm. for a couple of days and then or a couple of times. And it didn't work. Yeah, and then, and then so they get discouraged. Okay, discouraged. Mm-hmm. You feel too dirty to pray. Too dirty. That's mm. a Dirty. So here are some of the main ones. There are a lot more that we can come up with, right? But I think it... Definitely falls into a few categories, but uh, that's good. So, um, hopefully, as we go through this, then uh, we'll just have a clear understanding, uh, a clear view of um, just what prayer is and just the importance of prayer. Um, all right. So, so yeah, um, I know Sean talked about this um, in his lesson maybe last year, uh, eight months ago or so, and so uh, we pray to God our Father through the Son Jesus Christ as our mediator. Right, uh, so, so, uh, so Jesus is the one that 
um, he's our he's the great high priest that we can come to so we we were able to speak to the father uh, directly um, because of Jesus and uh, with the power of the Holy Spirit interceding for us so the Holy Spirit um, this helps our prayers um, because we don't know what we, we we don't our prayers are so weak right so Holy Spirit just lifts it up to God um, so uh, we'll go with the first point is what is prayer And so the first one is a life of prayer helps us develop a relationship with God, our Father. Uh, Eric, could you read the passage? James, submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Yeah. Yeah, so so as we, um, as we develop a life of prayer, uh, we're able to... Um, just feel closer to God. We feel like God is not just this um, this all-powerful being in the sky or in heaven or whatever, right? We, but we understand that God is intimate with us and that He is our Father, right? So, so we come to God, our Father. Um, yet it's, all, it's still important to have a good picture of Him, uh, to fear Him. Uh, not a paralyzing fear, uh, but a, a healthy fear that we lift Him high and uh, we lift Him up. Right? But at the same time, he's so intimate with us. He's our father, right? He's our dad. Um, so as we pray more, it, we develop this, um, this, this father-child relationship. Uh, we understand that. And so we come, come to him uh, with, uh, with just all our worries. Um, and so um, a good example that I've, I've heard a lot of times um, is... Um, if you're say say you have a relationship with a significant other, right, uh, and you say you, you say that you love you love this person, say so for Lauren, right? I love Lauren, I love my wife, um, yet I don't, you know, I don't speak to her, I don't talk to her. Uh, how it just doesn't work, right, in in human terms. Um, but but if, when we call God our Father and we say we, we have this relationship, um, you know how. How important is it for us to uh, say that? Um, so, how is how important is it that we have this relationship, this really intimate, close relationship with God, our Father, right? Um, so, yeah. For our second point, we have a life of prayer. Wait, Col- Harry, can I make a quick yes. comment? I think that's really true because a lot of times, I think what makes prayer so burdensome is it doesn't feel like relational communication, but it right. feels like a religious duty. Yes. Like you're yeah. just going through what you have to say, right? Like the laundry list of, of of things that you have to request, and then when you're done, you're like, oh, you're winded and tired, <laughs> right? Unlike maybe talking to Lauren or yeah. Christina, where it's invigorating and and exciting for you, and I don't know who. <laughs> but it's hard to feel that it's relationship relational when God doesn't. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. Um, like just talking to right. the wall. <laughs> right. But just got I mean just as you develop this type of prayer, you understand that God speaks to us through his word and also just um, just through every little detail of your life you'll see like wow, God is blessing me here or you know, God is really speaking to me here and and I I think as you um, as your life is full of prayer, um, you'll see that. You'll begin to it says here like when you draw near to God, he will draw near to you. And that's so true, you know. Um yeah. I mean, you just begin to develop 
this this really close relationship with God. So again, it's uh, it's really um, relational. It's not just a chore. It's not it's just just a duty, and we have to understand that um, it's a relationship. God is here for us. And then just yeah. just to add on that, just one last thing. I think uh, one I remember one quote that I read that was really helpful was like uh, the author said. The reason why people don't pray a lot is because their focus is on prayer and not on God. Yeah, mm, very good. Like, it's just like I, I, I really think yeah, this idea of how, of how it should be relational. Yeah. Mm. Okay, the paradigm. They're focused on the mechanics of the prayer, yes. right, mm. rather than the object of the prayer. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so also, a life of prayer cultivates a godly life. Uh, Kim, can you read John sixteen? <clears throat> Holy Spirit will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. And Tup, can you uh, read Luke 22? Luke 22. <clears throat> and when he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. Cool, thanks. Yeah, so a life of prayer cultivates a godly life, right? Um, the Holy Spirit, as we pr- begin to pray more, we, we begin to look inwards more right we begin to um just understand like our inadequacies right our sinfulness um and so the holy spirit convicts us of sin and he 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 shows us as we understand this bigger picture of where god is and who we are we understand that uh, we're so sinful right and so so we're convicted and that moves us towards action um and uh, luke 22 says pray that you may not enter into temptation and so as we, um, yeah, just as we pray more, we, we begin to see a lot of things that hinder us from God. Um, we begin to see a lot of, uh, just a lot of uh, little things in our lives that we kind of put before God. And so, and so as we begin to pray, uh, it just, we're just more guarded. Um, it just guards our heart and it guards us from worldliness. Yeah. Okay. And an example of this, um, I would say, uh, f- for me personally, I uh, I used to like in high school, I was kind of kind of mean to the mean to kids, right? Not kids, babies, but mean to just like uh, the more of the outcast folks and, and stuff. And and so I would always pick on them and, and <laughs> whatever. I wasn't I wasn't that bad of a bully, but you know, ultimately, I think I think I was. <laughs> um, and so and so this. But as I uh, started growing up, going through college, then you know I started to mature a little bit. Yet at the same time, I still had to kind of look down on people, and and so so I would just ask God, like, just to show me how to love people, you know. And it's so hard to love people, right? To love your enemies, right? Um, and um, yeah, just as I begin to pray more, it's like God, I, I can't love these people. It's so hard, you know. Like they're so I don't know, you know, so awkward. Um, and so just show me how to love them. Show me how to love them. And so. I just this it, this wasn't overnight, but just being able to cultivate just this heart of love, and it was through prayer that I began just to love everyone, you know, and just like um, just taking everyone in and just uh, um, yeah, just just uh, pouring out my God's love, you know, just that God has given to me through to these people, you know. So um, yeah, so and we'll look briefly at Jesus' life of prayer. Uh, we don't have to read all of this, um, but if you just follow with me. Um, so he prayed during his ministry, right? He withdrew. He would always withdraw to um, away from the crowd and just pray because um, he just needed 
needed to uh, commune with God and he needed that power from God. Um, he had to pray. He prayed all night to choose his disciples. Um, how important it was to. Um, uh, he stresses the importance of prayer here. Um, and Jesus revered God. He he wasn't. It wasn't just whatever a whatever prayer like God just give me this power. But he was looking uh, looking up to God and uh, and just in awe and reverence. Um, and he would cry out to God. Um, and then we see him at Gethsemane. Right. He. Uh, even in, in his perfection, in his, in his perfect life, he needed God so much, you know. Um, he, so, so we see that Jesus' Jesus' life of prayer was so important to him. Um, um, and it was, it was what got him through his, uh, his human life. Yeah, so, so just real quick, just what is prayer? Why we pray? Um, we're praying to God and, and, and we're praying to our Father. Um, and it helps us to cultivate this godly life, this, this life that God wants us to, to lead. Um, and it just gives us the power. Uh, and God is there looking out for us. Yeah, and once we understand the importance of uh, these two points, one and two, um, and even Jesus' life of prayer, then, then we're able to come and ask anything. We're able to, uh, we have this attitude of, of, Understanding this perspective of who we are and who God is, and and so we were able to ask anything. Um, so we'll we'll quickly go through uh, these next points, and it's how to pray. Um, the first one is humbly and honestly. Um, and Yvonne, can you read the Luke eighteen? He also told he also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and treated others with contempt. Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week, I give tithes of all that I get. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified, rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. All right. Thanks. Yeah, so we see how important it is that we don't think we're self-righteous. We, need, we must come, um, come into prayer Understanding that we are sinners, right? And so, so like, um, um, so like the tax collector, he's just crying out to God, 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 show me mercy, show me love. I need you, right? Um, and so it's it's just he's very open, he's very honest. Um, he's not being like, oh, thank you, I'm not like, I'm not like all these other people. Thank you that I'm here, I'm not there, you know. Uh, but he's just like, God, I need you. Um, and so it's like a childlike faith, right? We're it's not a childish faith. It's a childlike faith where we're coming, uh, coming to God and saying, God, we need you. We need you. Um, and a good example, as, as a father, um, Alexa is always like, is crying and it's like, Popo, right? Popo means like, uh, carry me, right? In Chinese. And, and so that's, it's like, wow, you know, like we have to come to Jesus like, God, we need you. We need you. We need you. Um, just coming humbly. So, yeah, we also need to come confidently and with no doubting. Um, we'll just read the first one. 
Carmen, can you read the first one? Matthew 21. And Jesus answered them, Truly I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you would not only do what has been done to the fig tree, but even if you say this, say to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, it will happen. And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. All right. Thank you. All right. So, so we must come into our prayers confidently, right? We can't say like, God, you probably won't give me this, but I'll ask for it anyways. Um, we must understand that God wants to give us good things. Um, he wants to uh, help us through this life. Um, and so we must come confidently. We must ask that we must ask and, and uh, trust that God's going to provide for us, um, whatever the circumstances. All right, and point three, we have trusting in the power of Jesus. Wait, can I ask a question yes. on that? Um, so does that mean that it depends on how strong we no. <laughs> no. Um, but I think it's um, like two people come, two people go up to the temple and pray. One person says, you know, give me, um, give me this new car. Yeah. Praise. It's like, mm, but if not, give me a motorcycle. And then the other person says, give me a car. We'll actually throw in two cars. Right. Says, I like your confidence. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. It's again we have to understand what prayer is. It's not a. It's not God is not a prayer machine. He's not. He's not like God. Give me these things and He's going to give it to us. Um, once we understand, you know, just what prayer is and and uh, how we have to view prayer, I think that really really gives us the power behind our prayers. We understand that we just we just ask for oh God, I just want a new car. Um, yeah, so it doesn't quite work that way. Um, yeah. Any other questions? I think the confidence there is not confidence like you're just being brazen. Yeah. Confidence in who you're asking, right? right? It's like the way a child would ask her father. Yes. Um, she knows that her father loves him, so she, has, she doesn't have fears. Or... Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Uh, three, we have trusting in the power of Jesus. Uh, to, oh, wait, I already had you. Uh, Mary, can you read that for us? John 15. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered and thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. And again, it's not asking like, oh, give me this car. Um, I need it. Um, but it's um, um, understanding that God wants to move us closer to him. Um, and so uh, here it says, whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Um, and so we, and that, what Jesus is saying here, he's saying that um, apart from me, you cannot you cannot uh, love God as much as um, as much as you should, in a way. Um, he's saying, apart from me, you can't. Uh, <laughs> you just can't. Uh, you can't come to God and and, um, and just be this super godly person. Like Jesus needs to help us in order to move that way. 
So uh, number four, we have according to God's will. Uh, Nathan, can you read that? First John. And this is the confidence that we have towards him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. Yeah. So I think this one's always tough, right? According to God's will. Um, and so that narrows, narrows it down. Um, we don't know God's will, right? Um, so we have to understand that Just how important um, it is that God is, um, even though we can't see, God is uh, is working through us and, and wants us to go this direction. And um, uh, example is uh, Jesus at Gethsemane, right? Uh, Jesus cries out and says, "Yet yeah, not my will, uh, but yours," right? Um, so Jesus didn't want to. He 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 was scared uh, to face. Um, the wrath of God, yet he says, not my will, but yours, because he knew there was greater things to come from that. Um, so we have to understand, so keep that in mind uh, when, when we pray that um, we're not here asking for our selfish desires, right? But it's uh, really what God wants for us, and that's always hard to, hard to discern, right? Um, so in prayer, it's important to um, just talk to him about that and just be open about that. Um, so number five, how do, you know? how do we know God's will? Well, how do you know that you're not just asking for your own desires? Uh, I think just through a life of prayer, you're able to cultivate, I mean, ultimately there's always selfish desires behind what we want to do, right? Um, but uh, just in my personal life, I was able, you know, um, um, I'm able to uh, just kind of, there's a little more discernment when you ask for wisdom and, and discernment and God's just able to kind of pick apart little things and I'm able to see a lot of things that kind of hinder me from God um, and hinder me from living this godly life. Um, and so it's just, how do I know? It's just through prayer, I guess. And that's kind of like circular, right? But how do we know God's will? Yeah. I think that's really deep that it is circular, right? Because you're asking for things but you're ultimately asking for things that are according to Father's will. But through the prayer itself, you learn more and more deeply what is the Father's will. So that you ask for the right things. You ask for the fish rather than the snake. Mm. Um, And so it is, it's marvelously circular. Also, I feel like you find out when you don't get it. (laughs) Yes, there you go. Obviously, it wasn't good for you at that time. Right. Right. And then I think, like, Jesus is, Prayer, I just said, it's really instructive. Just trying to say that. Exactly. I mean, I I feel like um, having a kid is like a really great analogy because he asks me for things all the time that are not good for him. You know, like touching heavy, sharp, dirty things, touching food. (laughs) And I'm happy to give him things that he asks for that are actually good. Sometimes he doesn't realize. You know, until he actually doesn't get yeah. it, that it's not good. Yeah, that's that's a really good example. I thought that was really good. I um I read a quote once about her. Uh, it said, um, "God will always give us what we would have asked for had we known everything He knows." Right? And so um, that's a tremendous comfort. So that even in our bad requests, God will give us the good things. Yeah. That's very good. Thanks. Um, so number five, uh, 
we must pray constantly. We have to be intentional. And this one's, this one's hard, right? It's like, how do I pray every waking minute of my life, you know? Um, and and uh, I think the idea behind that is that we need to be heavenly-minded. We need to um, just interlace our everyday life with prayer, little prayers. It doesn't, I think a lot of times we, we think prayer, we have to take a little a block of time, like say an hour or two, like right out of our lives. And then wow. we're like, oh, sorry. No, I don't do that. <laughs> Six hours now. Um, and so it feels like a chore, right? It feels like a duty when we think of like, oh, I need to take half an hour out. Um, and even though those are important, um, we should have more of those. Uh, but just throughout your everyday life, and when you wake up, say, God, just fill me. Fill me with your spirit. Let this day be uh, glorifying to you. And then just as you wake, as you, as you go through the, um, your daily routine, um, getting your daughter ready or going to school, um, you're just praying, like, just help, help me. Help me in school. Help me. You know, and as you pray, as you keep praying and asking for more of God in your everyday life, um, um, that's being, you're being intentional. And so you're developing a life of prayer. Um, and so that's helped me tremendously um, just because I've, I can't always take, you know, say, half an hour block of time. Um, just having little snippets of prayer, like five minutes here, five minutes there, all throughout the day has really, really uh, developed um, just this, uh, uh, this love for God and this super awe for God. It's like, man, I just need more of this and I don't have enough, I don't have enough time all the time. Um, and so, so yeah, be intentional. Um, uh, just, you need to pray. Like every, every time, every time, think time you remember something, just pray. Um, a lot of times people ask, you know, like, oh, I'll pray for you, right? Um, so when you say, like, I'll pray for you, you know, you're, oftentimes you'll forget till later. And so it's very important, you know, just like as you walk away, maybe just do a quick one-minute prayer right there. Then you're praying for them, right? You're not lying. You're like, I actually pray for you. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> so that's you know <laughs> that's a weak example. Yeah, I think that's interesting because Paul says uh, being constant prayer, and so there's no other conclusion to make other than you know being yeah. a monk it <laughs> yeah. must mean that you have to pray while you're walking, yes. while you're driving, yeah, um, while you're doing mundane things. Right. Even right now, I'm praying for myself. I'm like, man, help me, help me to get through this. Help me not to be nervous. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> things like that. Just little things. You know, just quick thoughts. Even even if it's just for ten seconds. You know, just. Reach out to God. He's there. You know, so that's what being constant in prayer is. Right? So just really quickly, privately and corporately. Um, I'll just read these out for you. Uh, but when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. So that's private prayer. right? Matthew 18 is, For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. Um, and so I think corporately it's very important to pray. Uh, you're able to... Uh, learn from others um, how to pray and, and kind of uh, um, yeah it's this example like praying with Eric uh, has really just helped me to um, just frame my, my prayers a little uh, differently and, and so it, it's helped me in my private prayer so I think corporate prayer is really important um, um, and private prayer is so important uh, not saying I'm so important, I, I pray all the time, but being uh, in secret, uh, doing it privately, um, it just really helps you just really, again, develop this life of prayer, right? Praying helps you develop a life of prayer, right? So we learn to pray by praying, right? So, it's, so private prayer is super important, and it gives us a clearer view of uh, God and what he wants for us. Right? 
So seven. Um, so this is the Acts Prayer Framework. Have you guys ever heard of this framework? Everyone, right? Growing up, it's like, yeah, adoration, confession, thanksgiving. So, okay, so, um, so I, I think I'm not a big fan of acronyms, but I'm, I really like this framework just because it kind of structures it in a way that you lift God up, right? You lift God up and you're, you're viewing prayer as really important, right? Um, so adoration, obviously, we're lifting uh, God up in our lives. Um, confessions, like we don't love you enough. Uh, we have all these hindrances, um, all these things that hinder us from loving you more, right? We have all these pride issues. We have all these sin issues. Uh, so we're confessing. We're being humble, right? We're being honest in our prayers. Uh, Thanksgiving, we're thanking him not just for good things, but we're thanking him for um, bad things. And so um, I think an example of that would be, um, um, say say you lost your job, right? Um, and you're struggling. Um, or you just got laid off and, and you're, you're struggling. And, and so you... You you thank God that not not necessarily for all. Oh, thank God that oh I'm I lost my job, in the sense that you know like oh I didn't want to be there anyways. But um, <laughs> you're thanking Him that um, um, whatever it is that's going on, um, I know you're you're using this to draw me closer to you. And so in that sense, you're thanking Him for um, for even the bad things. Um, and so personally. I think the bad times is what drew me the closest to God. And so I thanked him for those times. Um, those were of super importance. Of, uh, so understanding that, that you're thanking him not just in good things, but you're thanking him in bad things. Um, and then supplication, right? We ask, um, we ask for all these needs like after we understand um, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, right? Under, after we understand the importance um, and the structure of what, how prayer is to, uh, to be done, right? So once we understand our role in prayer and our goal in prayer, um, then, then I think we can ask him freely of, of all these things. And I know that sounds really, really tough. Like we have to structure it this way. It's, it's, that's, uh, that's not necessarily what I'm saying. It's just we need to um, um, be diligent in um, and just seeking more of God and understanding uh, what prayer is for, right? It's not just again, it's not just a, a transactional thing. It's it's um, it's a relationship. Really. Yeah, I think you know that, that I, I hear what you're saying about acts. Like it can seem really mechanical. Like, oh, I cannot go on to confession, so first I must have the adoration. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Right? But the thing is, to be really honest, in my own prayers, I jump right to supplication, mm. and then maybe. Yeah. Confession, you know, and I think adoration. To re- I mean, it's not that you have to do it, yes. But just to remember that you should spend some time dwelling on the greatness of God yeah. and meditating on God. And if all you can think of is, "Well, God, you you're great," I mean, then yeah. that shows you the poverty of you know where you are, and 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 you need to you know dwell and think on right. God. And, and if you don't know anything about God, then that should spur you through the Bible. But yeah. um, I, I really appreciate Acts because. Every time I see Acts and I see adoration at the first, I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> One of the purposes of prayer is not just God is my spiritual vending machine, but, yeah. um, but it's to really worship Him and love Him. And, yeah. and, and, and it's a relational thing rather than... Mm.
Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, exactly. So purpose is not to say I need to do this first and this and this and then I ask him. Right. But it's understanding just in general. Right. The that yeah, the God is God is to be lifted up in in our prayer. Um, yeah. So that's really good. Um, so yeah, I think. Uh, um, is the goal of your, are, are the goal, no, is the goal, yeah, is, <laughs> is the goal of your prayer what you can get from God, or is it what God gives to you and you thanking Him and um, and just worshiping Him for those things? Um, so yeah, it, again, perspective, right? We under, have to understand uh, where we stand in our role in prayer. Um, and I, I think as Christians, the hardest things for us, right, is prayer and reading the Bible, right? Those are so hard, right? <laughs> right? But, but it's, it's crazy because that's the lifeblood of a Christian, right? We have to do these things. I mean, not to be, not to be, be a legalist, but these are things we have to do if we're, if we're to sustain our faith, um, if we're to live what we, what we uh, believe in, right? These, this is the lifeblood, lifeblood of, um, of us as Christians, um, and I, I think um, a good a good answer to to it doesn't uh, it doesn't work right or or there I, I rely on myself too much right for all these things so I don't need prayer right um, good I, as I was thinking this through I'm like okay how do I answer that you know um, and so I I thought of Matthew twenty two thirty seven right love love God with all your heart soul mind and strength right. How many of us are doing that, you know? And so, so by you not praying and relying on yourself, you're saying that you, you have it down pat, you know? Like, no, all of us, we need to work towards that. And so prayer is of utmost importance. Um, we need to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, right? Um, and once we understand that, then all these other things will fall into place, and it'll, prayer will just feel natural and organic, and we'll understand that God is our Father. We're, he's our Dad, right? And so, yeah, our hearts are conditioned um, to um, to just uh, loving God. Um, again, understanding our place. So, um, a, a couple of quotes I wanted to give to you guys. Uh, this book, this is like a little booklet. It was like fifty pages. You could probably read it in like half an hour, an hour, right? It was uh, J.C. Ryle's A Call to Prayer. Have you guys read that? I, I don't know. I don't think I read that. But um, <clears throat> um, he says, "Faith is to the soul." What life is to the body. Prayer is to faith what breath is to life. So again, prayer sustains our faith. Uh, prayer is super important. Um, he also says, diligence in prayer is the secret of eminent holiness. Um, and so that's what we're striving for, right? We're striving for godliness to have this, to be able closer to God. Um, and so prayer there is, is really important. Um, so yeah, um, So again, prayer and, and Bible and studying scripture goes hand in hand. I think it just helps you to understand prayer more and, and you hear from God through his word. Um, yeah. You guys have any questions? I, I think um, what I really appreciate about the, what you're saying is a lot of times we wait until we feel holy and all spirit yeah. pray. Right. But uh, what you're saying is we pray to, to be holy and spiritual. Yeah. Another way to put it is, 
we uh, to learn to pray, we pray. Yes. So, uh, I think it is like weirdly circular. Yes. But that, that's how it works. Yeah. 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 So for me personally, like I would always just ask, like God, teach me how to pray, and just through that, it would just, you know, it's it's crazy, um, and so. So the power of prayer works. It it's not just this like crazy thing that we think is so mystical, right? Like it works. Like power prayer is really powerful. Um, um yeah. I just want to make a comment, like listing the reasons why yeah. I don't pray. If I'm like really honest with myself, uh, I feel like one of the huge reasons I don't pray as much is because I actually don't want to draw near to God. Mm. Yeah. I feel like God will throw a wrench in me. You know, it's like because suffering and trials often make you more mature and and nearer to God. And I actually am afraid to pray Mm. because I don't want these bad things to happen. That's yeah. That's a really good point. Um, I've thought of that before too, and I used to feel that way as well. Um, um, It's just like, man, I I can't, I can't come to you right now. I just feel this dirty, and and. or it's like you're afraid of what God will ask you. Yeah. Oh, in your I got prayer, you. Right. Yeah. Right. Like if I think of like a friend who is in an accident and hurt her, you know, body or, mm-hmm. or something, I would pray for compassion, but not too much compassion <laughs> because I don't want to actually be in her situation and really walk in her shoes. Right. And know how yes. To. You know what yeah. I mean? Like make me holy, but not too holy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's that's really that's a really good point. Don't take um, everything. Yeah. One one thing that. One one prayer that uh, that really that always scares me, like, is I ask like, God, do whatever it takes to move me closer to you, and that scares me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. So I have to submit to that. Um, Don't say whatever it takes. Yeah, but you know. Within reason. <laughs> yeah. So so those these types of prayers are, are, are kind of scary, right? We just wanna, yeah. Um, yeah. So I I think if we feel dirty. I think that's, that gives us more reason to pray, right? It's like, God, I need you, I need you. Um, it's not like we have to clean up all of a sudden and be holy, right? This is a lifelong thing. We need to um, ask God, despite feeling dirty, even if, if we feel self-righteous especially, right? Um, so just the whole spectrum, we need prayer. Any other questions? I know there's questions. Everyone's really good at prayer? No, go ahead. Sorry. Sometimes I feel like, you know, when we pray, you're right. I mean, to Pastor Michael's point, that, you know, we're treating God like a vending machine mm-hmm. or like a Santa Claus. And, yeah. and then there are times when God, we know, like, into love, like in our hearts that God's putting us through trials for a reason. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes I, I feel like through the trials, you can either grow closer or you can grow further away. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. then you might end up, you know, resenting God. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just a reflection of one's um, shallowness in their faith, yeah. but it does, it does happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, and so, for that, I, you know, I, because I, uh, that's happened to me before, and so I would just pray that God let help throughout, through this, just help me to uh, understand where you're coming from, you know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know exactly how to answer that, so. Any other comments, questions? Everyone's good on prayer? Cool. Um, yeah, if no other questions, we'll, we'll uh, end in prayer. Uh, end in prayer. <laughs> yeah. Good? Okay.
Right, so, Father, thank you so much for um, just this time that we can um, just talk about prayer. Um, Lord, I ask that um, this would just stir people uh, to pray, that people would uh, just, even if they think their prayer lives are great, God, would you just give us a greater life of prayer, a greater, uh, more fervent um, prayer life, that we may desire you um, and just want you closer in our lives, that that you would cultivate uh, um, just a godly life in us through prayer, that um, not to be self-righteous, but so that we can draw closer to you, Father, um, that we would just see you working um, in every aspect of our lives, Father. May we submit to that. May we um, um, not um, um, just not feel like uh, um, that we're not good enough for you, uh, you, you want us to come to you. You want us to call you dad. You want us to call you father. We need you. Um, so we, so I ask that uh, everyone would understand that we would continue to understand the importance of prayer. That prayer is what sustains our faith, and it is what moves us to greater things, Father. To move closer to you, Lord. So I thank you for this time. I thank you for IGC. I thank you for everybody here. Um, just bless this time of worship that we have uh, today. In your son's name, we pray. Amen.